0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of the Pod Squad. Chad Blair with Honolulu Civil Beat, and today we're talking about retirement, more specifically, what's described as a crisis in retirement for people in the private sector that don't necessarily have a guaranteed savings plan. And joining us today, is an organization that's all about retirement, the AARP Hawaii. But Sarah Gill is actually from the National AARP. She is the Senior Legislative Representative with AARP's Government Affairs Department. And she also serves on Maryland's Small Business Retirement Savings Board. And welcome to Honolulu, Sarah. Thank
1: you. Thanks for having me.
0: Um, How was the the adjustment in terms of the time? (laughs) I mean, it's a five-hour... Well, gosh, it's a 10-hour flight if you really factor it all together. It's a five-hour time difference. Any difficulties adjusting?
1: Yeah, a little bit, but maybe it just means I need to stay longer, right? (laughs) There you go.
0: It's kind of cold back there on the mainland, too, right now. Um, Before we talk about the legislation, which is the reason that you're in town right now, tell us about uh, AARP. Remind us about what that stands for and and what the organization advocates for.
1: Sure. So AARP is an association that represents about 38 million people people who are 50 plus across the country wait a
0: minute I'm I'm over 50 does that mean I can, <laughs> I can be part of it we ARP? would love
1: to have you okay. absolutely I can't do an
0: endorsement here I have to no be careful, no but good to know all <laughs> right
1: um, so we are a nonprofit advocacy organization uh, in addition to all the other things you might Recognize from us in terms of discounts, but I spend my days advocating across the country on retirement issues. But we uh, have all sorts of issues. We talk about Social Security and Medicare, um, affordable housing, utility bills, you name it. We're really working for the consumers on those issues.
0: Okay. Uh, And Sarah Gill is in town, as I said, uh, to lobby for legislation before our legislature, the Hawaii legislature. It's Senate Bill 1374. And I'll describe it briefly and then turn it over to Sarah. It establishes a Hawaii Retirement Savings program for private sector employees, as well as a fund, an administrative fund, to get that going. So as I understand it, the bill is moving along well. What does the bill do? Explain a little bit more about that.
1: Sure, so the bill is really aimed at solving the retirement security crisis that we have throughout the country, but especially in Hawaii. So we know that there are 216,000 people across the state of Hawaii that don't have a way to save for retirement out of their regular paycheck. I mean,
0: that's that's almost one-fifth of the population, yep. just about.
1: Half of all the private sector workforce can't save for retirement out of their regular paycheck.
0: Wow. So that's the crisis that you're talking about. Do those numbers parallel roughly to the national picture, or is it even more stark here in Hawaii, given the cost of living and so forth?
1: It is. So um, Hawaii is about in the middle of the pack, maybe a little bit uh, maybe a little bit worse, actually, because of the service industry, because so many people are working multiple jobs. There's a lot of gig workers. And so those are two factors which makes it less likely for you to have access to a 401k.
0: Okay. So if this bill passes, and by the way, uh, checking my notes, it has already passed the Senate Ways and Means Committee. Pretty big hurdle because that's the money committee. It now goes to a full Senate floor vote uh, next week when this podcast will be airing is actually the halfway point at the legislature, the crossover. And if it makes it out, and it looks like it will, I don't see any opposition from lawmakers. It's been unanimous. Uh, Then it heads over to the House and they got to do their thing. So tell me now, if this does become law, if it passes the ledge and the governor then signs it into law, how is this going to work? What are the mechanics here?
1: So the goal here of this program is to make sure that everyone in the state of Hawaii can save out of their regular paycheck, can use payroll deduction. So that's the first piece, is that employees have a way to save. But the second piece is that we know that it's really hard for small business owners to go out on their own and open up a 401 k. It's expensive, it's time-consuming, they're just busy keeping their doors open. And and these mom-and-pop shops don't even have HR departments. So the goal of this bill is to set up a turnkey retirement program that small business owners can use but don't have to run.
0: Now, as I understand, there'll be a a fund that is created... Uh, at the legislature or through the legislature, who would manage the fund? Do you have details on that?
1: Yeah. So this would be a public-private partnership. So the state would play the role of aggregator. They're going to bring together all these small businesses that would otherwise be paying retail for retirement products. And so they're going to oversee this, but they're going to contract out to private sector providers. So it really is a private sector solution. The state of Hawaii isn't managing the money. Um, Investment managers you may be familiar with are all the ones in other states that are managing it.
0: So reading the legislation as it's currently drafted, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, about $150,000 on the part of the state would go every year to this fund, and, and so far it's funded just for the next two years. Is that the only cost to taxpayers in terms of their own, if you will, taxpayer money going to this fund?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So we believe that these programs will not work if they're not completely self-sustaining. Taxpayers shouldn't have to continue uh, to be on the hook for it. I see. So there are some startup costs, but what other states have done and what Hawaii is talking about doing is loaning uh, revenue up front, and then folks would pay that back over time. So eventually the taxpayers would get their money back. The other thing I want to mention is it actually saves taxpayer dollars. So we know that roughly right now, one out of every two households is at risk for a financially insecure retirement. That means they're going to need social safety net programs down the line. If we help people save their own money for retirement, the state of Hawaii could save $32 million over the next 15 years.
0: Okay, so that, w- that would appear to be a big reason why the legislature, who's always looking for money, exactly, exactly. <laughs> would support the bill. And as I said, it's so far unopposed by any of the lawmakers that have voted on it. Um, how about uh, the employers themselves? You mentioned this is a payroll deduction. So that's an agreement between the employee and the employer of how much is going to come out, what, every two weeks or so? to go into that fund. Is this mandatory or is it optional for an employer?
1: so employers would need to offer their workers a way to save for retirement doesn't have to be Hawaii saves but they need to give their workers a way to save give them the option to be able to put money away for retirement so in that sense it
0: is a mandate
1: it's a requirement they offer something it's not a Hawaii saves mandate no
0: okay and the employee doesn't have to go for it that's up to them whether they want to actually opt-in or opt-out
1: exactly the employee is always in control so I like to say they decide how much they want to put away if anything at all and they decide where they want to put it away
0: okay I'm gonna read to you a little bit of the testimony that's against it. Well, the majority of the testimony has been in support of this Senate bill. Um, I'm going to name a couple of organizations that, that don't like it and tell you why. Uh, one of them is the Hawaii Bankers Association and I'm just going to read from their testimony. Their concern that a state retirement savings envisioned in this measure uh, will intrude into the private sector basically by offering a better deal and then have a competitive edge to banks and other organizations that already offer retirement programs. So in short, this is their words, not mine. An employer may terminate a qualified retirement plan if the state retirement savings program offers a cost that's lower than the, what's available in the private sector. And then this organization, the Hawaii Bankers Association, of course, has a vested interest in this. They conclude by saying, it's not the role of the state to engage in a competitive activity with the private sector. End quote. Your wow. response to that?
1: Um- We agree that employers should not be offloading their current 401Ks. If you are an employer that already offers a retirement plan, this bill doesn't apply to you. In fact, um, there's a provision in the bill that says uh, if you've offered a program for the last three years or last five years to your workers you're not eligible to use Hawaii saves, So I think there's a lot of misinformation, honestly, going on out out there in the public. Okay, I'm going to
0: read one more testimony. Um, This is from the American Council of Life Insurers, again, an organization Mm -hmm. with a vested interest. They say that this plan that's outlined in the bill is and this is their words, an AARP-branded state-run retirement plan called, and you can't see the qu- air quotes <laughs> I'm doing here, called Work and Save. This AARP plan has been introduced in approximately 30 states, most which have rejected it. And then they go on to say that this is an expensive employer mandate that requires the business owner uh, to offer a state plan and so forth, S- significant cost, risk, legal complexities, and potential liabilities. Boy, they don't like this bill at all. First part of that, is is this a work and save bill as it is described by them?
1: They're really throwing all the spaghetti at the wall on that one. (laughs) Um,
0: Is it sticking?
1: (laughs) uh, No, I I don't think it is. And I think that's why you're seeing such bipartisan support across the country. Um, So first, I'll say this, that there is no cost for employers. Employers' only responsibilities are to run the payroll deduction and to give a packet of information to the employees. So that we can easily take off the table. Um, In terms of states doing this work, so they're kind of um, conflating uh, a couple of issues here. So essentially, we've got about 10 states, depending. On how you count it, that are setting up programs similar to Hawaii State. I, I think
0: Oregon was the first a couple of years ago.
1: Oh, exactly, and Oregon is doing so well. So they have fourteen million dollars saved over the first roughly year and a half. That's um, by sixty-six thousand employees. Uh, Who are on average earning about twenty nine thousand dollars a year. So we're not talking about really rich people saving for retirement. We're talking about lower and middle class folks who've never had a way to save for retirement before. So it's really making a difference. And um, we haven't seen uh, savings rates change since the nineteen seventies. So think about it. Right? We've got we're on a podcast right now. So we've got so (laughs) much technology here, um, and that hasn't cracked the retirement nut. But what Oregon is doing is getting at a population that hasn't been saving for decades, and so. We think that's really exciting, and in fact, um, so states. Uh, to my knowledge, I don't think states have rejected it. They're what they're doing is studying it, so it's taking a little longer. And states are, by and large we think of them as laboratories of democracy, right? So they're they're having these conversations and figuring out what solutions work for Which their is states. what we're having, too, exactly. here. Exactly.
0: Um, other states that signed on besides Oregon since 2017?
1: Yeah. Um, so California and Illinois. Uh, Illinois just went live uh, in, I want to say, in January. They've got over a million dollars already saved. California is in the middle of their pilot phase right now. And uh, the Maryland and Connecticut boards are hiring executive directors and getting ready to go.
0: You know, you mentioned Illinois, and I don't want to uh, transition uh, improperly, but um, like Hawaii, it has a large amount of public sector employees, and there's a large uh, pension and retirement plan, health benefit, and it has hurt the state of Illinois, which uh, under a Republican governor recently I was looking at cracking down on that. And by the way, there's a Hawaii connection. Our former Republican governor, Linda Lingle, went to work for uh, Bruce... Is it Raun- Rauner? Browner, yeah. that's it. Uh, but that's, a, that's another story. But related to that is that we have our own very sizable public sector uh, challenge in terms of those health and uh, pension benefits. Is there any impact to that? This, If for some reason we get this private sector plan in place, will it in any way impact what's already set up for our public sector employees?
1: No, absolutely not. So these are uh, held in trust. They're completely separate. And to reiterate, this is not a pension. There is no guaranteed benefit. It's more like a 401k that you would have at your regular job.
0: Okay. And let me just shift as well, because it's not often I have a national AARP person in town, unless Craig Gima calls me and says, Hey, Chad, (laughs) I got another one. But I always enjoy talking a little bit about where we are with Social Security as well as Medicare and Medicaid. But um, is it fair to say that in part because these... Uh, entitlement programs are not solidly <laughs> uh, funded. I mean, there's some disagreement as to how much each will last. But I think the bottom line is a lot of people just can't get on, get by once they retire on their Social Security and whether it's health care for the elderly or for the poor. Is, is that a fair thing to say that we have a, still a crisis in that situation?
1: Absolutely. Even with Social Security the way it is today, I think the average Social Security benefit across the country is about $12,000 a year. And so...
0: Oh, just a thousand bucks a month. Mm-hmm, roughly. You can't you can't get by a, you can't buy rent here in exactly. Hawaii. Exactly. <laughs> and it's a little
1: higher in Hawaii, the yeah. average. But I will say that Social Security was never intended to be a person's mm. sole source of retirement income. Um, and 20 or 30 years ago, people had pensions. Uh, then most people had 401ks. And now what we see is in this new gig economy, there's so many contract workers that people just don't have access to benefits.
0: And I bring up Medicare and Medicaid because so much of a... Uh, an elderly person or a retired person's costs do go to healthcare issues. Is that right?
1: That's absolutely true. And in fact, um, that's a really great point that people will often plan for retirement. Uh, they'll think about all their bills and they'll think about their utilities and their, med- and their medications, but they're not going to plan for a long-term health crisis.
0: I mean, they've literally budgeted themselves out on a fixed income for those who don't have uh, more wealth at hand. And if something like you get sick, a family member gets sick, you-, you just didn't factor that in.
1: Right. And so many people rely on Medicaid down the line because of that.
0: Right. All right. Is there anything I'm missing? Let's briefly go back to Senate Bill 1374, it's alive and well poised to pass the Senate to move over to the House a retirement savings program for the private sector employees. Anything else you want to make a point about this legislation?
1: Let me just say this. So we, we talked earlier about the 216,000 people in Hawaii that don't have a way to save out of their regular paycheck. I get the question a lot, why does that matter? can't they just go out on their own and open an IRA? And the answer is absolutely. They can, and we hope that they do. The problem is they don't. So only 5% of people who don't have access to a retirement plan at work will go out and open an IRA. And that's been the same decade over decade. What we know that happened in Oregon is this really changed. And so we're really excited to bring this solution to Hawaii and to states all over the country.
0: All right. Sarah Gill, Senior Legislative Representative with AARP. Government Affairs Department, where are you guys, in D.C.? Yes, I'm in Washington. Well, welcome to the sunny shores of Honolulu, 71 degrees. (laughs) I might stay. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah. And let me tell you that you can visit us at civilbeat.org and follow us on Twitter and Facebook. For the Pond Squad, for Honolulu Civil Beat, I'm Chad Blair. Take care. Sarah, say aloha.
1: Aloha. (laughs) See, it's nice.